ranting about K-pop. Or the eclectic ego, the name of our <laughs> podcast. Oh, welcome to the eclectic ego, the name of our podcast. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about K-pop today because a lot of the things I'm seeing online nowadays is that, well, I don't, I'm going to preface this with, I don't hate these people. I just see a lot of people saying BTS is the most influential K-pop group in existence. And I'm here to tell you why it's not that. And I'm not here to tell you you shouldn't like BTS because I stand BTS. So there you go. You have tattooed BTS. Yes, I have I have a BTS tattoo. So you cannot tell me I'm being mean to you. I'm just telling you that there's more than what you see. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about how K-pop is being perceived in the American culture. And that's why this is happening. But first and foremost, to start um, this podcast, I wanted to talk about which groups that we like. Um, Mom is not as into K-pop as I am. So go ahead and tell me what k-pop groups that you like well they're not all groups yes okay i like my number one group is big bang except for soongri you never like soongri okay apparently i never (laughs) like soongri you said that you said that to my face no i didn't yes you did I said I never remembered him. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's the same. If apathy is even worse than hate. Oh, okay. Well, apathy towards him. I liked all the other members fine. I think there's only four members, right? Yes. So okay, there's Top. Yeah. yeah. There's Taeyong. Uh huh. There's G Dragon. I remember. Daesung. I remember the names of G Dragon and Top. Yeah, because they And have... then there's the other guy. <laughs> there's two other guys. No, there's just one. No, there's Daesung, and then there's Taeyong. I... Taeyong's the it's... hip-hop boy, and then Daesung's the one with the bad hair every single time. Oh, okay. I don't know. And then there's Sugri, because he's the one who's making all the mistakes and being a criminal. Well, as you do. You know. I mean, half of YG has done that, so. Yeah. Including w- YG. I'm kind of ambivalent. <laughs> I am I'm just eh. Anyway, the other uh group I like was to anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh as unpopular as this is, Sai. Sai is an unpopular. Are you kidding me? Sai is really I mean, he's loved among the K pop fandom. I'm yeah. partially I mean Amer- America kinda hates Sai. Yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of pushback because some of his lyrics were inappropriate. And I was like, he's a comedian. He's gonna be inappropriate. Also, have you seen his videos? Have, have you have you watched his videos? He's inappropriate. Like, They're hilarious. Yeah, that's why I like him. Anyway. <laughs> so those were my favorites. Uh, I do... Oh, sorry, I forgot EXO. Yeah, that's your main. How could group. I? How could I forget EXO? I have all their merch. No, I have some merch. Oh, um, do you have any feelings about Chen getting married and having a child? Because he's getting married and his fiance's pregnant. Well, I'm glad he's getting married because that is good for the child. 
I hope they stay married. Yeah, I'm I'm ambivalent again. Uh, they're a uh, XO the group. Yeah, they're. I mainly like the aesthetic of their videos, mm-hmm. and yeah, that I'm not I'm not like you where I have to know everybody's name, and. And I know every every little single detail of their lives. I mean, I remember trying to get interested in that and telling you like Top had a Christian background or something once and mm-hmm. you basically told me to bugger off or something. I don't know. I don't remember that conversation. So. Uh, obviously. But yeah, that was me trying to get you interested in K-pop and you kept blowing me off. By the way, she eventually did get interested in K-pop. It was just a year or so later. It was like three or four years later. Okay, it was even longer than I yeah, thought. Yeah, because I didn't start getting into K-pop until 2017 when Blood, Sweat, and Tears came out from BTS. See? <laughs> you can't tell me. You can't. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, if it wasn't for me even introducing the genre, you wouldn't have even... No, no. no. If, if, if I wasn't introduced into it, I probably wouldn't have watched the video to begin with because it randomly came up on my uh, subscription feed. Yeah, I do remember in those years, uh, I kept sending you stuff occasionally. The EXO, because EXO was coming out with a new album. Mm-hmm. So I sent you that stuff and... Uh, you actually would occasionally update me about Big Bang for absolutely no reason. I remember that because yeah, I I, mean, I got depressed because they weren't coming out with new music. Well, just because YG's terrible about music. Oh. I don't want to talk about YG. Okay. <laughs> YG determined makes me mad. Um, What's your favorite? So my favorite isn't BTS anymore, even though I have a tattoo. I do like BTS's music. I, in general, some of their music, recent music, I haven't loved as much as the Wings era. Wings era is going to be BTS's best era. Um, but oh, I remember having to watch every video and explain the symbology to you because you couldn't figure yeah, because, it out yourself. <laughs> because. Ratmon, yes, he's still Ratmon in my head. Not RM. He used his big brain for those videos, and he still is sometimes. They did a they re, they today the uh, this day they posted a new music video for their new single, which mm-hmm. now they're putting out singles. But will it be as popular as? I can't even remember the name of it. The one you made me watch yesterday. Idol? No. Um, oh my gosh, what is the name of it? It was like Juicy or something. Juicy? No, it was like that. It was yummy. Uh, yummy. Yummy. It we'll was be yummy, yummy, yum, we'll, yum. <laughs> we'll be... Okay, I guess we have to, I guess we have to get... A, our feelings out before will it be as popular as yummy yummy by danny gonzalez not by justin bieber (laughs) stream yummy by danny gonzalez and get it to number one on the billboard charts and we're going to be moving on (laughs) but bts's new video that they put out is very symbolic had they hired a dance crew specifically for the video whatever i was like okay cool whatever let's get 
to the good stuff. I don't really care as much for that video. I understand the meaning behind it. It's very cool. Whatever. My current top three groups are 17 because I think they're the most talented K-pop talented K-pop group out there right now. Hands down. And you can fight me on that one. Got seven. And who's the other one? Six. Uh, those are my top three. And then... She only likes numbers. If for some reason. <laughs> They're all named numbers, Mom. They're all named numbers. Not the ones I liked. <laughs> so there... And then I also listen to BTS a lot. I listen to... Um, you still listen to EXO? I, yeah. I've actually been getting more into EXO ever since uh, the information or the news release about Chen because I want to support them because um, they're getting, Chen's getting a lot of pushback from the Korean uh, market because people in Korea think that him having sex out of wedlock is bad. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, to you, you you're, 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 religious. I'm, I'm, I'm me. <laughs> yeah, you're religious. Well, it's not because I'm religious. I thought so before I was religious. Uh, yes, I personally don't see anything wrong with what he did. <laughs> well, if you want to not be, well, it doesn't Let's not get apply into that. to him. Let's well, not get into that. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to support him because I don't think he deserves to be kicked out of EXO because he had sex. Had sex. I think that that's I stupid. I think it's commendable that he's getting married and that should maybe negate some of the bad publicity. But who knows how Korea will react. Korea's reacted like the internal market has reacted really bad. They've There's a bunch of petitions right now asking for Chen to be removed. Um, saying that EXO will fail because of him because he needs to focus on being a father and a husband and if he's going to have a family he needs to focus on having a family instead of being an idol when a lot of people in the international market can see him doing both and EXO right now is going to be mostly on hiatus because half of their members are in the military my guys so which probably allowed him to have time to have sex I just don't think that he should be kicked out personally but that's my thing. It, I also think it's up to the band members. And since most of them are serving in the military right now, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Kai Kai doesn't care. Um, but in general, if you notice, I haven't been talking about many girl groups. It's because I'm very bad about keeping up with girl groups. I really like a lot of what girl groups put out. I'm just bad at keeping up with them and knowing their names. So there's that. Um, so... I made her watch... Her being me. Yes. Mother. I made Mother <laughs> watch a ton of K-pop videos to get her semi-caught up on what has been coming out. I also made her watch Dare to Be's... Uh, Dare to Be K-pop's video on the most influential moments in K-pop history. Um... But I wanted to talk about some of your reactions to just the video, the K-pop videos. Wait, wait. First, I have to reiterate. Hmm. She made me 
and it was ours. And by the end, I'm not sure I wanted to be me anymore. I just wanted it to be over. <laughs> you just wanted to sing ring ding dong over and over again. Oh my gosh. It was <laughs> ring, too ding, much. Ding, 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 oh, and by the way, no offense to the girl groups, but a lot of them, not so good. And like, a lot of them are very cookie cutter, but um, a lot of the new girl groups that are coming out, specifically Dream Capture are doing something really different and really cool and I really like what they're doing and some of the older girl groups are going a little bit more experimental I like the girl groups that aren't doing the girls generation format because girls generation did that they're the they're the ones who did that wonder girls also don't copy them do something that's you and a lot of the boy groups are are also doing that a lot of the new boy groups right now have the same format and it's really unfortunate it all kind of melded together <laughs> i don't know i honestly know who big bang and exo and two anyone are you also know who bts is no you could show me a bts video and i wouldn't be able to know it was bts unless i read it because everybody started blending there's always a blonde there's always a this there's always <laughs> there's always one with pink hair <laughs> There's not always one to pink hair. I know. I'm exaggerating. And EXO did that too. It's every other one has pink hair. <laughs> uh, no, and I know EXO did that too. I just can usually tell because I've watched enough of their videos kind of thing. And Big Bang, I'm sorry, but every member of Big Bang, except for the one guy who's completely forgettable, has very distinctive features and was easy to tell them apart. And they each had their own kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Like, I particularly like G-Dragon and Top's aesthetics for the group. The other guy was the blonde, blondy one. Daesung. Yeah. Daesung's like the, I'm the funny guy of the group, so that's why he'll dress as like. Yeah, he's weird. I, but it's I not love bad. Him, it's I love just him. weird. He, he's one of my favorites because he's just so funny. <laughs> Was he the one who did that whole scout thing? Did you scout, ever see that? I, I don't know what you're talking about. He dressed about. up as a Cub Scout. <laughs> no, I don't remember Did you this. see this? No. Well, I'll show it to you later. Okay. Um, anyway, I think it was him. I mean, it's better than the way Taeyang dresses. Taeyang? Taeyang. The way that Taeyang dresses. Um, because he dresses like he's an American f boy. So... We don't use that word. It's okay. I'll bleep it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but he's got the hair and he's constantly ripped and he's constantly dancing on girls. So he wants to be on the Jersey Shore? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Probably why I don't remember him. Um, but some of her reactions specifically to making her watch so much were really funny to me, so I wrote them down. Um... I think my favorite one-liner was, the stylist needs to be shot. <laughs> and that was towards Shiny's Ring Ding Dong. Um, and was that the, um, <laughs> we're, we're living in the 90s, pretending we're in the 70s, with both bad hair and bad outfits? It's the really bad song. Honestly, I, I really, I, 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 I quit paying I really attention to song. The, I quit paying attention to the music, because the stylist should have been shot <laughs> <laughs> no I really like ring ding dong I think it's very funny um and I think 
<laughs> my other favorite was Minho hates himself. <laughs> and he's I don't the, even remember this. <laughs> so you didn't say Minho, you say the pretty one, which yeah. you think is Minho. You think Minho is the prettiest one. Okay. You said he hated himself during the Ring Ding Dong area era, <laughs> era because of the way he was dressing. <laughs> You're like, he hates himself right now. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see the look on his face? (laughs) It was bad. All of these are shiny, by the way, because apparently shiny is the most uh, rememberable. Um, Also, I showed you Taman's, one of Taman's videos, and he's in shiny. The way you're looking at me means you means you don't remember Taman is the only one of the most successful solo mm-hmm. male artists um and i showed you one of his videos and it had a that diamond from exo in it oh yeah so you were like kai and exo are secret lovers no i said why is this kai guy- and Taman are secret lovers i said why is this guy like secretly uh like holding this jewel and that's the exo jewel and this is getting really weird and then yeah we came to the conclusion by the end that they were lovers (laughs) and Um, that was that was his ode (laughs) i think this was famous yeah famous is his his taman's ode to kai (laughs) and they're lovers apparently (laughs) but they're best friends so we can leave it at that um, also, twice put her to sleep. Literally, like I'm, actually, and I don't blame her because I don't. I'm not a big fan of twice, and you can be a big fan of twice. That's fine. I just think they're very cookie cutter and lame and boring. They were dressed in khaki, weren't they? No, no. <laughs> they were. They were pretending to the ones that we watched. Um, one of them was the one where they were all pretending to be different, like monsters from like scary stories and stuff like they were like one's a witch and the other one's this and the other one's that that weird video but i was asleep apparently yeah, i don't yeah. remember any of this yeah, you were you were out um <laughs> but i wanted to give that as our baseline that's our baseline coming in mom okay. thinks kai and Taman are together and she thinks everybody um in shiny hates themselves no, I just think the one guy. <laughs> if you watch that music video, he hates himself. Um, so, first and foremost, BTS is considered the most influential group in K-pop right now because they are the first one to truly penetrate the American market. Um, and what I mean by this, what? Did I say penetrate? Yes. <laughs> you were like, oh my God, she said the penetrate word. No, it's just the way you said it. Penetrate. <laughs> Don't do those peas. Penetrate. Okay. Are we done yet? <laughs> okay. I was quietly sniggering. <laughs> okay. So they were the first to make an impact on the American market. Um, and that was with their release of DNA, and then quickly after that, Idol. They put those two out in a really quick succession, and then they took a six-month break because they like to overwork themselves. And since they're in a small company, they have the chance to take a six-month break, so they traveled across the world, Jungkook grew his hair out, and then he subsequently cut it off, and I'm mad about it because his hair was, like, down to here, and it was, like, but then he cut it back up to here and he looks like a coconut again. <laughs> you like coconuts. 
Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Um, so they are considering that. Um, they have a ton of merch here now. You can hear them in malls, all that, all that good, good. But, and they're also considered the only one that paved the way. And I wanted to know what your original thought was if I were to ask you who is the most influential K-pop person. Like, who would you say it is? Uh, per- well, I'd say Psy for, I mean, being K-pop and being able to, like, really make it in the American market. Because, I'm sorry, there was, when he came out with Gundam Style, you can go anywhere for a year without having to do that dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, just, I did it on my 16th birthday. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody was doing it. So it, it was it was something that could not be missed. But I would this sounds really weird, but to anyone, you there that song was way popular. Mm. There I forgot the name of the song. Sorry. I forget uh, na- names of things. Um, oh, was it the it's the song that you really like, right? Yeah. Okay. Give me a second. Um, but that particular song, um, it not only showed up on my feet all the time, I heard it in commercials. It was kind of like everywhere. I'm the best. Yeah. So, and the fact that uh, Big Bang was popular enough to show up, I mean... Wonder I, Girl, one, like, in there the were, video. There, were so, there was a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just any one person. It's like... All of them made kind of a push towards the American market. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I never would have seen these things. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to introduce you. Yeah. If I were to say, personally, based off of my research, I would say that Lee Soman, SM Entertainment's um, CEO, is the most influential person in K-pop because... Of he's the start of it. Without him, there wouldn't be K-pop. Yeah, but it took him a while to find the right formula. Yeah, and I mean, he started with Hot and then ended up with TVXQ, whatever, all this other stuff. Like, it, it, it eventually ended in paving that road. That road was, it starts with Lee Soo-Mon and eventually gets to Psy or, or Wonder Girls and then Psy and then... And then BTS. Yeah. BTS is the culmination of everybody's efforts, of SM Entertainment's efforts, of Big Hit's efforts, JYP, YG, all of these people that I've been pushing for towards the American market to try and get there. BTS was the perfect formula to make it here because they're, there's just something about them that gripped at the right time and at the right place. Yeah, they're kind of the Korean version of the Beatles, in my opinion. They have the, uh, they have the looks, they have the talent, and they have the original songwriting. Yeah, which those three factors are the exact reason the Beatles were able to make their monumental ah, screaming fest into America as well. Yeah, like BTS is, isn't, or not BTS, the Beatles. Aren't they considered the start of the British wave? Yes. Technically, aren't they not? Um, I can't remember if 
I'm pretty sure there were other artists beforehand, but it was the Screaming Girls and the massive fandom that followed them from place to place that really made it a wave. Yeah. It's not that other artists weren't there. I mean, you had the Rolling Stones and stuff, but the Rolling Stones only became more popular because of the Beatles. So yeah, I could be wrong there. I'm going by what I remember being told. I wasn't there. I'm not that old. She's pretty old, though. Um, but yeah, so I watched a video made by a person who's old, pretty much only cares about God 7. Their name is something God 7. I forgot their name. If I find it. I'll put it in the description. Um, but they made a video explaining why BTS's fandom isn't, is both toxic and isn't toxic. So, because there's a lot of pushback right now from everybody else in the K pop fandom that BTS's fandom is super toxic and BTS isn't doing anything about it because it's so big. And there's a bunch of people who are like, BTS doesn't have to do anything about it. But to be quite honest, if I were in the position, I would be so overwhelmed, I wouldn't even be able to do anything about it. But, so, basically, what what she said was essentially what you said. It is the Beatles craze phenomenon. And the fact that the American market is portraying them only to teenagers. They're mm-hmm. not being like, this is an all-ages thing. Because it's an all-ages thing in Korea. It's not just a teens thing. It's pop music, boy groups. They were like, let's shove them to the 12 and 13-year-olds. So, right now a lot of the fans that are coming in are really young. So young teenagers, according to a lot of research, tend to have issues with empathy and understanding the way that other people feel and will yell about how they're feeling. So there's that. So when people say, I like this group, this is my favorite group, they'll be like, BTS is the only group. There's that. Um, so they're also casual fans. They're not getting into new or interesting groups. so No, they just like BTS and that's all they're going to like. Yeah, they're not going to look into more about Korean culture. They're not going to look into more about this or that. And I was like that at first too because I found BTS and I was like, this is the only thing. Until I was like, I found this and then I found that and then I found this because I'm curious about that stuff. And... Then I became... Well, that, and I kept annoying you with other stuff. Yeah, and then you were like, remember Big Bang? <laughs> remember Big Bang? <laughs> no, but it, there was other. Yeah. And, I mean, when we actually did that, um, what was it, the Anime Con? Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it. Um, the smaller one. The smaller anime convention, we found a bunch of K-pop stuff, and we were both so excited, and I bought all EXO, and you bought all BTS stuff, and we were, like, super-duper happy, because that stuff is so hard to get in America, and now you can just get it in America. That so. was my first experience with a toxic BTS fan. Was it? Yes. So, and I don't want to say... This person, I don't think they were toxic. I just think they annoyed the crap out of me. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna punch you in the face. So, 
I went over and there was a person there selling hats. And I thought they were cute, so I was flirting. Because I'm stupid and a teenager, and I was doing that at the time. So I was sitting over there looking at, like, the snapback hats, because I thought they were also really cool, and they were handmade. And they had, like, BTS's names on it. There was, like, Jimin and RM and Suga and all this other stuff. And then they, two teenagers, teen, teen, teens, like, 13, they saw me, and they were like, oh, you like BTS too? And I was like, I immediately was like, shut the door. <laughs> I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> and they were like, well, who's your bias? Because that's what people in K-pop fandom say. And I think that that sentiment's a little stupid, but I answered, Park Jimin. And they were like, well, it's a good thing you didn't say Suga because then this person would have been super mad at you and you guys would have had to fight it out. And I'm like, well, what are we fighting over? Shuka's not here. <laughs> He's not my boyfriend. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's almost as bad as when I was in line to see Castiel. Yeah. Yeah. And the teenagers that I was stuck in line with got or, or really we, upset. Or when we went to go see Dan and Phil. Yeah. Everybody was like... It's oh. almost like teenagers are the worst. Yeah, almost. And yeah. the thing is, is like, I... I like teenagers. I just don't like teenager crazes yeah they get scary because they, the, when you're a teenager there's not a lot to do so you get obsessed with things me personally i played skyrim for so long my eyes felt like they were bleeding <laughs> so i my obsession was video games and not doing a lot <laughs> amazingly <laughs> she did not get fat <laughs> um and then there was other people, like, they'll get really into sports. They'll get really into this. When you don't have a lot to do and you're now in the digital age, all you see is what you get. So you're like, if you're obsessed with one thing, then you're going to be obsessed with it to the maximum amount because you don't have, because you're only going to school and you're not paying attention in school anyway. So <laughs> might yes, as well which, just. Which is actually really quite prevalent in what those uh let's go out on the street and ask people questions mm -hmm. wow we're americans uneducated <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah they're young casual new fans and they only care about bts and that's why bts's fandom is so annoying it's because it's a bunch of kids who don't know what they're talking about and pretend like they know other more than others. Yes, but you realize that fandoms, and I learned this by the, let's see, the super who locks. <laughs> <laughs> I learned this during the super who lock phase. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> well, the Sherlock fans were annoying. Um... But it's because they were depressed the whole time that nobody was making any Sherlock. <laughs> no, which was fine. I mean, honestly, no, it was that they kept shipping a love connection that was not there. It was like they're friends. I mean, this would be interesting if the show was actually going that direction, but it wasn't. They're and there, there is Sherlock shows slash TV movies or movies where they do do that. Yeah. 
Which is fine because that's a different take. But this particular one, they didn't. So it was annoying that that was all anybody would talk about. And then the Doctor Who stuff was just like, I like this Doctor better and this And I was like, okay. But then you had the supernatural fandom and is I hell. wanted to kill myself. <laughs> supernatural was, is oh hell. And my dad's just, <laughs> dad's just sitting there and he's just like, I just like this show. And then there's supernatural fandoms that are like, everybody's dating. And I'm like, calm down. No, no. no, the worst part of supernatural fandom was when Supernatural actually wrote specifically for the fandom a particular episode. And I, like, it, they even did the point of where the Sam and Dean were lovers thing. They actually hinted at that in the show that's disgusting hear me out incest <laughs> isn't cute all right but that's how toxic that fandom was to the point of where the show it's actually bad. it's pan- still bad the show panders to it so much to the point of where i kind of gave up on the show and i never actually was really interested in the fandom you just couldn't get away from it, it there was like nowhere to go it's still bad yeah i and there's no wonder Jared Padalecki beat somebody up outside of a bar because I would too if that was my fandom (laughs) sorry one of my still favorite moments was when they actually did a behind the scenes and they pretended that Jared Padalecki wore a wig (laughs) and they was really bald and his wig comes off and he almost and, and burns on the ground and he tries to cover it up with the hat and that's why he's always wearing hats Mm -hmm. anyway it was hilarious that was like the show itself up until the fandom started taking over we're talking too much about supernatural you can cut this then (laughs) i'm just saying all fandoms can be toxic yeah it's just enjoy what you're gonna enjoy yeah that's that's my that's me and my friend on tumblr now i've made a new friend and I forgot their name, and I'm really sorry, but your Tumblr handle is Serendipities, and you're my best friend right now. Um, but they, when a bunch of toxic fandom stuff started coming out, the first thing that they said to me was, it's fine if you still like BTS, and it's fine if you don't like the fandom. You don't have to. And there's a lot of people right now that have said, I'm not an ARMY anymore because that's their fandom name. I'm just not that anymore. And that's fine. And you don't have to like the fandom. And you can be an advocate for a good side of the fandom. You can do whatever you want. I just... I don't think we're going to be able to get away from the not understanding side of the fandom. That is the craze right now. The massive craze that isn't going to... A lot of them are. A lot of them are looking deeper into groups but the ones that aren't and the ones that say that bts is the only people that have done anything and don't do their research and don't understand that wonder girls that sigh that sm entertainment and the big three have put so much had had made so much effort in the past to do what they're doing now and the fact that bts isn't the only one in the americas right now because nct is specifically made by sm their groups are specifically made for different parts of the 
world. They have two groups for China, and then they have another group for two groups for the United States. And one of them I'm going to be seeing live in concert. I'm going to be seeing Super M in concert. There are so many groups right now that are going on international tours that aren't BTS that are making strides still. Like, GOT7 recently is one of the first groups to be on The Daily Show. (laughs) I think it was. I don't remember the exact show. But they were one of the first groups to be on um, the specific American television show. And I think it's because half the group can speak English. (laughs) More than half. More than half. There's seven people, and I think five can speak English pretty fluently, two of which are from America. So, yeah. I mean, I will say this. um, Whether K-pop actually breaks into the American market, like, fully beyond BTS, that Mm-hmm. Who knows what the future holds? I would say the reason, I mean, in watching the one video we just watched, when I thought UK was number two, it's I, Japan. And, and it's Japan. And then I started thinking about all the Japanese music I like and how diverse Japanese music is. Yeah. And that is, insane. I think, the biggest problem in. K-pop. In 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 the in the Korean industry is that it's only K-pop, and you showing me those new bands that are actual bands and not just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's actually very promising. Yeah, because um, I would like to see more variety. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love K-pop in general. Yeah. I like honestly music music musically. Big Bang's my favorite. But just because those songs, they're just great. Yeah. Um, But I also, I'm weird and I like trap in various, I like so many different genres. So I like to see mixed genres like that together in, in music. And that's like one of my favorite things about Japanese is you can listen to like serious metal Japanese metal mm. songs, which are like awesome. Baby metal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love it. But at the same time, they also have some really good traditional Japanese music that's just gorgeous as mm. well. So, I mean, honestly, Japan, I'm, I, I understand why they're number two. Yeah. I mean, what Japan's got going for them is that anime is so popular across the world. And if anime anime's doing well then anime music is gonna do really well so there's that yeah and for k-pop what they have is k-dramas and right now k-dramas on a big upswing again um which is really promising because if korean tv gets more popular then more people will start looking searching for those groups that are doing the music for um the K-dramas that they're watching. And a lot of those are solo acts. A lot of those are solo um, people like Aaron, Eric Nam and um, I can't remember any other names right now, but Eric Nam specifically because he's done a lot of OSTs. Um, and there's just, there's so much potential right now that I'm seeing. The thing about um, 
a lot of the girl groups and boy groups right now being kind of cookie cutter is that there's also a lot out there that are trying to do new and different and interesting things. And I'm specifically mostly talking about Dreamcatcher, but I'm also talking about Rose and um, Day Six, those two, uh, the rock bands. And there's a couple more coming out. I think that I think there was, I think there's a girl rock band that's supposed to come out. I don't know specifically, but there's a lot of groups right now that are trying to do what Two Any One originally did, which was change what you're supposed what what girl groups or what group, boy groups are supposed to be doing and that's what I really liked about BTS to begin with because they didn't sound like everybody else everybody's now though is trying to sound like BTS because BTS is the popular one and I don't want people to do that I want people to do what NCT is doing and that's why I really like NCT, but that's just because NCT is constantly putting out new and interesting music for new and interesting markets. Um, well, I'm under the belief that if they're truly a great artist and, you know, and they're not just, um, let's see, like that song you made me listen to the other day that took six artists to write. What was it again? It wasn't Juicy. <laughs> Yummy. Yummy. Yum, yum. <laughs> yummy, yum. Yum, yum. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah. How does it take six artists to write something like that? And how is that a love story? I don't know. But <laughs> she's so hung up on that. I am. I show her <laughs> I show her Daddy Gonzalez video and she talks about it for three years. <laughs> Especially since I consider him to be David Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, <laughs> she was like, stream, stream yummy by who, what's his name? David Gonzalez? And I was like, David? <laughs> anyway, my point being, it should not take six people to write such crap. Oh, but wait, it does because sometimes it just takes one person with talent mm-hmm. to actually write something good. And if I think. It should be, I, I totally understand SM Entertainment and, you know, hey, we we have this formula. It works. These no, artists the are popular. No, no, let me finish. Okay. Um, but in, I'm not saying they do that all the time, that there are outlets for, you know, innovation and stuff. But I have noticed that when America does this or Britain does that hey we're gonna throw a bunch of things into a blender and hope it works it doesn't always work or it works but it only works for a short period of time like the spice girls Mm -hmm. and stuff like that it's like oh yeah that was really great for you know three years and then it's been you know trying to hang on to that for the next 20 so it's i i actually like the idea of the artist being able to write their own music and do stuff like that and not have it be whatever formula we think is working right now. But I think that that's what's different about SM Entertainment because they don't do that. Um, because SM Entertainment has had so many lawsuits against them. They have, um, and they still overwork their artists to death. Um the thing about SM is that they're constantly trying to innovate and I've again you know me I've spoken directly with people from SM Entertainment they're constantly trying to make something new they're going to be opening up 
um, K-pop training, like trying to train idols from across the world. They're going to be opening up one in California and across the world, China, you know, those places. They're trying to do new things. But and, I'm saying the artists themselves trying to do new things. And and that's but that's what the thing is. The Taman, Ten, um, and so many other artists are doing experimental stuff. So that's why Ten is my favorite artist. He's Thai, um, and he's really attached to dance. He's not as attached to his singing. So when he put out two singles he sang predominantly in English. No no Korean, no Thai, whatever. And then the videos were one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen, focusing on his dance skills because he's one of the best dancers currently right now in SM Entertainment. Taman, on the other hand, has been in SM Entertainment since forever. And he's constantly, with every new video, he's doing something different because that's just who Taman is. And that's why I think Taman specifically is one of the most influential single artists besides a couple of the others like that we saw rain and a lot of the girl artists boa um god i can't remember any of their names hyuna all of them so any the, the, sorry i went on a tangent that's what i that's what i was trying to say that's what i really like about sm entertainment I don't necessarily think every entertainment company does that. I think that the smaller entertainment companies do have a little bit of trouble by trying to be like, this is the formula that you should follow, which is what you saw a lot. So, um, AB6, 6, um, ATs, all of them are kind of following like a format that is supposed to be working so. Yeah, but it seems like, uh, and I wasn't necessarily saying SM Entertainment did that. Mm-hmm. They do have a formula, mm-hmm. and they do it in specific ways. Like, hey, um, we're gonna advertise you to the Chinese market. Let's get a few Chinese people in here and make sure and make sure we treat them like crap. Yeah, and <laughs> that and make sure that we, you appeal to the Chinese market by being able to speak Chinese or at least a little bit kind of thing like they did with BOA in Japan. Mm-hmm. So they do have somewhat of a formula, but it's like there but it's is different at the same time. It's not yes. like a formula. It's like this is how we're going to do this. But I would be curious if um, some of the EXO artists actually do their own music oh they do i know i've seen some of it but okay i don't want him to wind up making a oh my gosh why is that word so hard to stay in my head i don't know yummy yummy yum yum yummy yum okay so the thing is so exo had a i didn't show these to you because i don't like them but i made my best friend watch them because i think they're funny um the two rappers of the group um while everybody else is in the military made a couple songs and they're they're not great um they're very like american hip-hop um and like you know we know how i feel about american (laughs) hip-hop that's what i mean like you they did that they they made that choice see on and channel made that choice but that's what they're <laughs> but 
Like but, I said, but that's what they're influenced by, so that's what they're going to go with. But the thing is, Big Hyo and Chen, all the singers, mm-hmm. and I think Chen Yul too, um, they've all done solo stuff. And it's all really interesting and good, cool. Like, I showed you that one Big Hyo music video, that, that one I was like, young. Young, I was like, this is the best music video, not music video, this is the best song I've ever heard. Because I think that Bacon's really talented and he's really good at singing, mm-hmm. specifically. Um, but yeah, so they're doing all their own solo stuff because everybody's in the military. Yeah, and like I said, I'm not saying... I would like to see more of the bands branch out in, say, other genres that influence them, not just the pop industry, because let's yes. let's face it, um, if there was one thing I learned by going to the ABBA Museum in Sweden, mm-hmm. is how um, the pop industry uh, is extremely formulaic. Yeah. And especially with music and like it's it's almost scary yeah and sweden's still kind of got the market on that yeah so i guess if they really want to they need to learn from sweden the k-pop need to learn from sweden but um does it doesn't make me hate abba i still love abba (laughs) no i like i agree i think that i don't think that they should be holding themselves um and that's what i'm really hopeful for this next bts album i don't want it to be pop i super don't want it to be pop i want it to be different i want it to be them i want it to be different and i want it to be them and if they don't do that i'm just gonna be like here we go again another idol it's just and I know a lot of groups are doing that right now. I know a lot of groups are doing stuff that's different and that's interesting. And the main one is Dreamcatcher because they're the first K-pop girl group to do metal. And and it's soft metal. It's not like, oh, because uh, they're girls. Um, but Death metal would be way more interesting. It would be. And I really wish, I really hope they do a death metal song. Um, but that's that's what I'm really hopeful I'm really hopeful that these groups that are experimenting and doing interesting things and these old groups that are starting to experiment and do an interesting thing um like 17's finally branching out of their um quote unquote brand which is the cute boy group to now they're suddenly not the cute boy group anymore um oh my gosh if there was any group that reminded me of um, way too many Backstreet Boys. It was them. <laughs> <laughs> I need to show you a, a post after this. Um, but that's what I'm hopeful for. I want because BTS is one of the most is the most popular group right now. I want them to lead the charge to doing new and interesting things and not just making another DNA or an idol. You know what I want. I want BTS's version of the spoken word. They have sort of done that. Mm. In a way. No, not really. In a, I'm making stuff up. It's fine. <laughs> I want a spoken word album. <laughs> Ratmon's spoken word album. <laughs> um, but 
I don't think BTS is going to have the time for that because guess who's on the way to their military? Oh, BTS? Yeah, Jin from BTS is on. He will be heading to the military soon. Um, and so a lot of people are suspecting that this is going to be their last album before they go to, before they go, before Jin goes to the military. And what I'm expecting to happen is a couple of things. Um, I'm expecting to see a couple of the people start doing dramas again because V is the only one who's done any dramas. Um, and I'm expecting Jimin and a couple of the other people to start solo stuff. And that's going to be really interesting to see what they do. Um, but it is what it is. And Shiny's getting back together to take over again. Can so, we can we can we have a big retro shiny? <laughs> you just want <laughs> it'll be a shiny doing Lucifer and Ring Ding Dong for the rest of their lives endlessly Mainly, on loop. Yeah, but they have to bring the hair back and the clothes. That would be the funniest thing that's ever happened. I want to see that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um any closing thoughts about K-pop? Um, I, you're, I will say this, K-pop, though, not one of my favorite, absolute favorite genres, because let's face it, I am very eclectic in my musical taste. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks. You made that worse than even I was going for. So, yeah, I love international music. I always have. I've followed a, any number of international bands. So you've watched you've watched Chinese, you've watched Japanese, you've watched um, German, Swedish, uh, even when I Spanish. was Spanish. Let's see. When I was young, my mother bought me Gregorian chants by the Benedictine monks, and I had six CDs of that, which I would play all the time. Jesus. Um, as well as... Um, I just want a God 7 tattoo. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I also had Lady Smith, Black Mountain Zamba, which I never say that right, but one of the most none, awesome none, none. <laughs> awesome bands of all time. Acapella. Mm. Anyway, they're South African. Anyway, uh, like I said, um, I just, I love music. I love many different types of genres. Uh, German metal. I'm I'm really into German metal and Japanese metal. I, I I don't normally like metal like American metal. There's like three bands I can stand. Jesus, <laughs> you made a really weird noise on the mic. <laughs> Sorry, it's fine. So, but I I I understand why you like K-pop and why you're you got so invested in it. But I do find it amusing that. It's practically the only thing you'll listen to. That and weird ambient music anymore. EDM. Yeah. My closing remarks are, if you're a only BTS stan and you're a teenager, I'm sorry if you felt attacked. <laughs> the thing is, it's a generalization towards a group. And that makes sense. I personally was a teenager... And a BTS stand. So I understand where you're at. If you do 
if you are new to K-pop, do your best to try and understand a little bit about it more because there's a lot of history behind it. There's about two decades of history behind it. Yeah, and there's two decades worth of music behind it as well, Mm -hmm. which is good music. Yeah, there's a lot of good music from the classics, even going as far back as Hot TVXQ. They were hot. <laughs> yeah, they were wearing jumpsuits. <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> was they were the hot. <laughs> um, so just my thing is, is I understand why BTS is where they're at right now. And I like BTS. I wish they would talk about what's happening on the internet because of them. But best I can ask for is for people to look further into other groups and maybe check out some of the ones we mentioned here. Um, There's so many. Um, I mean, if you just scroll the K-pop Tumblr for a little bit, you'll see. (laughs) Actually, my recommendation is stay off Tumblr. I'm just saying, just it's it's not. It's 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 just as easy to find the weird stuff on YouTube. So, hmm. but yeah, if you want to, if you want to, you don't have you don't have to. But no. I just really want people to understand that BTS isn't the most influential group. They got lucky, and I'm happy they got lucky. They're yes. talented. Someone else got seven. Listen, everybody in GOT7 would laugh at that so much. (laughs) They would lose their minds. (laughs) But yeah, I hope you guys understand. And please, uh, what is it? uh, Rate us or something, please? Because I had to suffer through hours and hours and hours of K-pop. And she will suffer for hours more because we will be making a part two. Uh, <laughs> and it's gonna be all the classics <laughs> with okay. the bad hair and the stylist that might die. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm scared. Please rate us on iTunes and or Spotify and or Castbox and or anywhere. Please um, give us a review. Do something. You can only review on iTunes, Mom. I don't know. I don't know these things. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I close. I know. But I'm so proud of you for breathing this. I, I tried. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Please let me know who you guys stand through our Twitter at Ego Eclectic. Um, and if you guys are interested in talking about this in more depth or in a different way if you guys want us to look into a certain aspect of it just let us know um otherwise do please rate us on itunes and um broaden your horizons and if you don't listen to k-pop don't get into it because your life will become hell (laughs) no you can do just a little bit of k-pop like me (laughs) Either that or just be understanding. But that's all for today. Oh, did you want to leave a teaser to our possible new thing that we're doing? What was our possible new thing we were doing? Watching really crappy movies and commentating? Yeah, we're thinking of making a commentary 
um, track for you guys to listen to while we watch. I'm thinking we're going to be watching the Death Note movie first. <gasps> no. Yep. I want to watch that really, really terrible movie. I think we can do both. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We're go- we'll suffer through both. So expect that sometime. Maybe. Maybe. I'm doing my best to figure it out, please. <laughs> it's really stressful. <laughs> I'm very stressed. She's the technical one. I just show up here. Anyways, have a good evening. Bye.